I missed sunglasses. I headed southeast, into the wind. It was less than a mile to Conrad's place. Dragging the sled made it tough going, but I didn't care. No way in hell I was going to let him keep my kill. He was a big man, though, and he was stronger than me. Somewhere, a gray jay woke and started chattering. The wind blew a dusting of snow from the ground that billowed like smoke in the chill morning air. And the sun, not giving a shit about my deer, was probably already contemplating its early descent. I was 16 when we left Eagle, Alaska. When things got bad, when everyone seemed to be leaving, we up and left too. We headed into the Yukon Territory. To the trees, hills, mountains, valleys, rivers, snow, 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 snow. The vast wilderness of nothing. But for the next seven years, that nothing became home. I got used to it. The whiteness a comfort, the pine trees a refuge, the silence of it a friend I never knew I needed or wanted. Being 23 now, looking back on my 16-year-old self, Alaska feels like a different world, or a dream, where people had jobs, hobbies, possessions, friends, and things like ovens, TV, cereal, toasters, pizza. But what made that life real for me was dad. His death didn't feel like a lifetime ago. I carried him with me everywhere I went. Conrad lived in a small log cabin next to the Blackstone River. He built the place himself, and it always looked to me like it was about to fall over. It leaned slightly to the south. Reminded me of the pine, fir, and spruce trees, the tired-looking ones that were hunched over from the weight of the snow. They looked exhausted, depressed, like they'd given up, given in to the Arctic bully. Snow can be a burden sometimes. All the time, really. There didn't used to be so much of it. Before the wars and the bombs. When the cabin came into sight, I spotted the deer right away, lying in the snow next to Conrad's door. It was a buck, just like I thought. A big buck, a horse with antlers. A good kill. My kill. I made my way down the hill to his cabin and walked right up to the carcass. When I got close enough, I let go of the sled and surveyed the animal. The thing was stiff. A clean cut across the jugular. I knelt down and put my hands in the brown fur, then palmed the antlers, the soft velvet on the horns folding beneath my gloves. I'd probably be able to get it on the sled and up over the first hill or two. But from there, I'd have to run and get help to bring it all the way home. First, though, I had to get it off the damn porch. Conrad's porch. I wiped my frozen nose with the sleeve of my jacket. The door creaked open, and Conrad filled the doorway, his dark green winter coat and boots still on, and his three oh eight rifle held loose at his hip like he was compensating for something. Admiring my kill. He had a dense black beard and brown eyes like a wolverine's, sitting too close to his nose. He was a thick man, thick around the waist, neck, face, and limbs. How he'd managed to stay so round through the lean months, I didn't know. He had a smell about him, too. Wet wood, near to rot. This is my kill, 
I said. He just smiled. Probably had been rehearsing the conversation. So, you slid its throat. His voice was low, buttery with the pleasure of the situation. He was eating this up. I glared, hoping some of the heat I felt in my stomach would transfer through my eyes, laser to his forehead, and burn him to charcoal. I'm taking it back. I don't think so. He set the rifle down just outside the door. It was my trap. It was my knife. My find. How was I supposed to know it was your trap? You knew damn well it was my trap. A poorly assembled bit of wire. Set in a ravine, with log jams on either side to herd the animals through. Don't be stupid. He shrugged, the thin smile never leaving his pinched face. I wanted to punch my fist right through it.